Welcome to Top of the Week with your hosts, Deborah Murray and Grace Stevens. Here with us today on Top of the Week, we have Michael Crimmins and Alexandria Anderson. Tell us about yourselves, guys. Um, I'm Alexandria. I am majoring in health sciences and biology with a concentration in pre-med. I'm a sophomore here on the Hill. Um, this is my third semester at the Herald, and I am content editor. Well, I am uh, Michael Crimmins. I am a the admin reporter this semester for the College Heights Herald. I'm majoring in journalism with a minor in political science. This is technically my senior year here at Western. Alrighty, now that we've gotten introductions out of the way, time to hop into our first story. WKU officially suspended its Arabic program, one of the three language majors that remained at the university, at its third quarterly Board of Regents meeting held in August. Alexandria reported on how the suspension impacts students in the Herald's first news magazine of the semester. Alexandria, could you tell us a little bit about what Arabic programs are like at other universities in Kentucky? Yeah, so um, before the suspension, WKU held the only Arabic major in Kentucky. Um, Currently, the University of Louisville, um, it has an Arabic minor that students can take. So when the suspension occurred, a lot of students were at a loss for where else they could go in Kentucky if they wanted to finish that major track. And how do students at Western feel about the Arabic program suspension? Honestly, a lot of students are really upset. Um, Arabic has been a part of their lives for a really long time, especially students that were going into their third, fourth years. So a lot of the students that I spoke to, they didn't necessarily say it in, in the interview, but they were really saddened at the fact that this wouldn't be a major part of their life anymore. And I know that especially with our students that had to drop the major and didn't get to finish it, um, she was very upset with the university that she didn't have this opportunity to add to her resume, to her portfolio. So I think that these students in general, they were just very saddened. When you had previously reported on the program, the outlook of the Arabic program looked a little bit different. So what has changed in relation to the program since you first reported on it last spring? Right. So when I first reported on the retirement of our first Arabic professor um, around March of last of last semester, um, they told me that they were looking very optimistically on the future of the Arabic program, that they thought it was going to continue into this year. Um, however, over the summer and end of last semester, we realized that was wrong um, when they came out and said that they were officially suspending the program, which was then officially suspended in August of this of this semester. But I think the main thing that has changed was the way that they spoke to students about it. I know that they were still trying to keep an optimistic view with a lot of the members of the program as to not force them into something like dropping the program if they didn't want to do that. So I feel like now students, when they at first were learning and they were trying to feel better about it, now they just feel angry and sad. Are any students still going to be able to complete the program who are currently studying Arabic? Yes, the currently there are 14 students that plan on finishing the program, and those are both junior year students as well as fourth year students. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Alexandria. Yeah. We'll move on to our next story. WKU's Housing and Residence Life has formed a committee to look into student staffing and compensation rates. The HRL released a statement on September 7th, which was then featured on the Instagram page of wku.takeback addressing concerns regarding student pay. 
Michael recently reported on the committee forming following a petition filed on change.org by an anonymous user titled Undercover RA. So Michael, what can you tell me about the petition that was started by an undercover RA? So the petition, which was called Raise Our Wage, was really about an RA that was disgruntled by the compensation they were getting for their jobs. They said it was unequal to the responsibilities, especially some of the responsibilities that they talked about where suicide prevention, knowing if someone's going to harm themselves or others, and to only make seven forty-five an hour. And so they were just disgruntled and calling for an increase. What will the committee looking at student employment look at? I talked to Blair Jensen. Uh, she's the interim director at HRL. Currently, the committee is in the early stages, and it only has about five members. And right now, they're just looking at changes that would be beneficial to the students, changes they can enact now and changes they can enact next year. And with the goal of, of putting together a comprehensive compensation package. So with all of these RAs, what did our undercover RA find that the common complaints of these HRL student employees experience? Well, I read the petition and some of the comments, some of which were by other RAs, and it seemed to me that the common complaint was of course, getting paid too little, and that the job that has a limit on them working 20 hours a week, they were forced to, in their words, sacrifice sleep or homework, you know, after school work to do their job. All right, thanks for talking with us, Michael. Let's move on to a second story that you did this week. A potential merger between Western Kentucky University's School of Media and Department of Communication is being discussed according to a 27-page report filed by a committee made up of faculty and staff. Kribbins, do you mind to break down a little bit what you learned while reporting on the merger? Well, first of all, let me say that because Dean Brown made it clear, and I think it's an important point in this story, that this is an exploratory committee. They haven't finalized anything yet. They're still looking into the pros and cons, you might say, of the potential merger. But really, the meat of the story is that the communications department is up there at, at uh, the Fine Arts Building, and it, they wanted to bring it down to Jody Richards so that all the communication-related majors and minors would be under the same roof. How do you expect that this merger will impact students on campus? Well, a big thing, that was a large section of the report that I read, was that it would enlarge the size of the faculty to create a more diverse faculty that had a wider range of input if students were to come to them with questions or concerns. They also talked a lot about how this would help with advising. WKU previously split those programs, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in June, uh, June or July 1st of 2017. What was the reasoning for deciding to bring it back this time if they had previously already decided to split? Well, it's kind of, like I said, I don't mean to, to repeat, but um, it, it frankly just seems to me in reading the report that a lot of their reasoning was that it made more sense for the communications department that aligned more with journalism and film and broadcasting and all that to be under the same roof. And I think I was talking to Ron DeMars, the director of the school media, and he said that because it's split in 2017, it also makes sense for the faculty to get back together because, as he put it, a lot of them already know each other and have those connections, uh, and they, they are poised to work well together. All right, Kermins, thank you so much for joining us. Good.
Thanks for listening to Top of the Week with your co-hosts, Grace Stevens and Deborah Murray. Thank you to Alexandria and Michael for joining us this week. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach us at herald.digital at wku.edu.